Well, let's talk about what we're going to see in offers and in agreements now as we kind of transition into a new market um, from from both sides of perspective, because um, like you said, we're, we're not seeing we're, no one's used to seeing conditions in offers, really. No, Everyone's used to the market where you have to kind of try to satisfy those conditions ahead of time before you even make the offer. Yeah. Um, and what what's, what's it going to mean um, when we start to see these conditions? And we are starting to see these conditions return, which yeah. is, again, I want to I make it clear, this is actually a good thing. It's a very good conditions, thing. We've talked about this in the podcast um, in the past where conditions are are there really to protect everybody mm -hmm. it's not just to protect the buyers it's to protect the sellers from getting put in a position where the buyer has to back out last minute you want a qualified buyer right you yeah. want a qualified buyer and you want you know as a seller you want a qualified buyer and as a buyer you want to be able to have time to go to the bank and make sure that your financing is is through and you want the ability to get a full inspection done mm -hmm. on a home before you make that purchase if you want to right so these aren't bad things i'm on my 10th year in the business and of the 10 years yes the last three or four have been the most like off the walls crazy every direction and it's getting the most like pr but the first like four or five were my favorite mm -hmm. and that's more in the market we're kind of trending in right now um, I loved that market because you could do things properly. Right. Like anybody who bought a house five years or longer ago all know this market and it's a lot calmer. It's a lot safer. It's, it, you can go and see eight houses in one day without feeling pressure to buy any of them. Right. The last five years has been like, you go see one house at a time and you mm. feel like you got to write an offer on it that night and you got to come in over asking. Now we can finally negotiate again. Now we can put in conditions again and we'll get into what that means. Um, and you can do things a little bit slower pace and that slower pace is is healthy. It's healthy for all parties. Mm -hmm. um, the only ones that really are going to negative, once this all fixes and climatizes, the only ones that are really not going to love it um, are the ones who are just selling for the sake of selling. So if you're an investor and you bought a house and you just want to sell it for profit, you might not make as much as what you would have two months ago. But if you're a first time home buyer or somebody who has never owned a home, well, the slower market is giving those people an opportunity again. Right. If you're somebody who's buying and selling, so you have a house to sell and you're buying, well, it's all relative. It doesn't matter if the market drops 50% and it doesn't matter if the market goes up 50% because you're riding that wave together with whatever you're buying. As long as you're buying and selling in the same market, it's really only the ones that are selling with, then that's it. Right. They might be taking a small loss. And when I say loss, it's a loss compared to what they may have made two months ago, but I can almost guarantee most people selling are still making a profit. Absolutely. Right. Right. Like the yeah. ones it's really going to affect are the people that bought two months ago and, and have to sell. And, and have to and that's sell. a very small market. Exactly. I, I really hope that's not the case. Right. If anybody out there listening bought a house in the last two or three months and for some reason lost their job or has to sell, do your best to rent it and go yeah, live yeah. in an apartment yeah. or something and hang, hang on to it until the market fixes itself. Don't, don't sell it. You're going to lose 50, 60 grand like that and right. put yourself in a bad spot. Right. It's not necessary. Renting is always an option. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, why don't you get into the condition of things? So when I got in the first five years of my yep. business, um, non-conditions weren't a thing, right? Like this is a market I'm very familiar with. There was only 700 agents on the board and those 700 agents 
know this market, but the 700 newer agents, we're at 1500 now. There's a lot of agents out there that don't even know this market at all. And they don't even know how to navigate it. And it's, it'll be interesting how this all plays out. But anyways, um, I'm looking forward to it. I think this is a good thing. And why don't you kind of explain, um, what what offers will look like hopefully moving into the yeah it's like you know offers are the paperwork is a you know something that when if you've never gone through an offer before as a buyer or or um you know gone through an offer presentation as a seller um the the last page of the agreement is the schedule page and it has where you would have any clauses or conditions in this seller's market we've been seeing those pretty bare people are waiving their right to have an inspection. Um, people are waiving, you know, their condition of, of financing, which is giving you time to go to the bank with your accepted offer to make sure that your financing can come through. And if you're doing your due diligence ahead of the offer, you can still have protected yourself by getting an inspection pre-offer by, you know, working with your mortgage professional and getting your financing almost a hundred percent before you make that offer. Um, but it still resulted in deals that fell apart and people who couldn't get their financing. There was still some risk. Right. And a lot of people who, you know, didn't feel like they had the time or had the money to make an inspection on every single offer that they put in. Imagine losing out on, on 10 offers and having to do, you know, a a pre-inspection on each one of those houses. You know, you're. You mean the market everyone thought we really enjoyed? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, and 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 we and honestly, I I really I can speak from from personal experience. It it wasn't enjoyable to have to go through all of that. And um, conditions are there to protect everybody, like I said. And I think we're mainly going to see the return of of that financing condition and that inspection condition, which is great because it's going to result in more qualified buyers and less deals falling apart mm-hmm. we're also there's a condition no one's even like many people haven't even heard of right it's not ever even been an option in the last five years we're also starting to see the return of of a, of a house to sell condition and you and i have both spoken to agents um in the last few days here that have accepted offers with house to sell conditions and what that is is that means if you put a, a an offer in with a house to sell condition and they accept it you now have time to go and sell your house because that that agreement is conditional on you being able to go and sell your house for a price that you need it's like the seller is putting confidence in the fact that you'll be able to sell your house right. quicker and more effectively than they're obviously able to sell there. So it's allowing what it's doing is it's allowing you to make a purchase first, not sell first, but to make a purchase first without the risk of you not being able to sell your home. Now, what usually comes along with a house to sell condition is an escape clause. Um, The sellers usually want that in there and it's usually 48 to 72 hours. um, And that allows them to continue to market that home, even though you have an accepted offer on it. It allows you to continue marketing that home. And if somebody else comes along with a better offer, they'll basically have 48 to 72 hours of notice to give you to remove that condition of your house to sell or else that agreement falls apart and they can accept that other offer. Um, I don't think it's going to come back as a steamroller, that condition yet. 
But it is interesting and that helpful tool. It, it is a helpful tool. And I think that when you get more into a buyer's market, you'll see that a lot more and it creates much more of a sort of chain um, down the line. Like somebody may have a house to sell condition uh, in their offer on, on that person's house. And then that person may go out and make an offer on another house mm-hmm. based on their, their house selling with a house to sell condition. And you may see that all the way down the line, right? Yes, it may result if one of those falls apart, then that whole chain might fall apart and all those deals might fall apart. It might take a little longer to sell these and houses. These are just the new struggles that come right. instead of competing against 10 offers, there's other things that can happen. There's always going to be stressors yeah. Yeah. in in real estate yeah. and there's never one perfect utopian market that is going to make you the happiest. Even as a buyer in a buyer's market, that's that's something you're going to run into. 